Welcome everybody. I'm a little rusty right now. Yeah? Yeah. So um bear with me. Well, welcome everybody back to Terminal 234. It's Faye on the mic with we're here. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back. How do you think that was? I think it's good. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, welcome back, guys. Um I've missed the mic a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I feel weird. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, not doing like today. Adjustment oh. right now. It is. I'm like forgetting how to behave. <laughs> well, I think you should behave like yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but remember that people are gonna see this, so like, don't True. be too much of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? Be yourself that you want people to see. Everyone, like strangers and stuff. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Okay, you can do that. Huh? What's up? What's new? What's happening? What are we talking about? Um, do you want to jump right into quick hits, or you want to talk about what you've been doing since? I haven't been doing anything, so. You went on a trip. Towards I did. the beginning, yeah. yeah. Went to Barbados. That was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's been summertime, so you know, mm-hmm. just having yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, had the cookout yesterday. We did. We're we supposed did. to do stuff there, but we didn't. We flopped. Yeah. Next time. But yeah, exactly. Next, next time. time. Yeah. How about you? I mean, went to Puerto Rico like a week after you came back. Okay. Right. So. After that, again, summertime, went to a pool party, uh-huh, uh-huh. cookouts, just hanging out, enjoying the weather. It's my favorite time of year. Uh-huh. I, ne- I never care how hot it is. I don't really complain about the heat. Really? I'll take the heat any it's day. It's kind of my favorite time as well, but I'm starting to reconsider because we have like, it felt like we had 100 degrees for like two weeks. Okay, that was abnormal though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was I was like, I don't think this wave. is normal. You're right. It was too much. Yeah, it was definitely too much. I but... lost like five pounds. You guys have ever seen. <laughs> you sweated it all off? Yeah, I did. Nice. I'm, well, I mean, yeah. in my head. This is not based on the scale. This is me telling myself this. Mm-hmm. All that water. Weight. I must have, yeah, yeah. The amount of like sweat that mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. exhumed. See, I didn't really feel it because I was indoors a lot of time. But that's the funny thing. Like, I was indoors too. But from like when I go to work, for me to go to my car is like a nice three-minute <laughs> walk. That three-minute walk... Is the worst, and then get in the car. Like it takes like another good two to five minutes. Yeah, it takes like another two to five minutes for the car to actually like be yeah. bearable. Yeah. So literally, I'm just in the car, like, <sighs> <laughs> and roll down the window, like trying not to die. Well, again, I never really complained. You you wouldn't have caught me complaining about it. I'll just be like, oh, it is okay. what it is. Well, that's good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's good because a lot of people say they like summer, but then they complain. No, I love so, it. But now I'm we're on the tail end of the summer. I guess yeah. not tail end. That's being a little bit much. But we're almost there. Like, once you hit beginning of August, it feels like the summer is winding down. Rapidly. It is. It is. In a, in a weird way, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's rapidly winding down. So, I'm sad about that. But anyway, now to business. Down to business. <laughs> um, let's get into quick hits. What do you want to start with? Burner Boy. You always want to start with Burner Boy. Yeah, I'm a whole Burner Boy stan. You and are. the funny thing is, I like, so I had to tweet like yesterday mm-hmm. or two days ago mm-hmm. something that was like kind of negative about Burner Boy. And I felt bad. I was what like, no, I can't tweet this. Well, so he did a, did you see his interview with The Breakfast Club? No. Yeah, he did a Breakfast Club. They just released it like on Friday because you know they do like, a, they released a lot of them on Fridays. I need to go watch that. So I think he did an interview on Thursday and then okay. they released it Friday. Right. Like okay. for his album, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's making arounds in America oh God, and everything. So cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but as excited as it was that like he was on Breakfast Club, like Davido did it, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. it was a very hard interview to watch and listen Ooh. to. Like he was just kind of like, but obviously he was high as Burner Boy, so he has to be high. Was he acting and like he didn't want to be there? He wasn't acting like he didn't want to be there. He just like was acting like he didn't want to talk. Like he, like, you know, like how they act like Breakfast Club. Like they have awkward interviews sometimes because yeah, yeah. if you don't talk that much and they don't know you, so it's not like they knew a bunch of stuff about him. So like he, he didn't wasn't know how to fill up the space. Yeah, like he was just kind of like. And then even when he did talk, the actually I would say I would take it back. It's not that he didn't want to talk. It's that when he did talk, he would never like he would never have the words. So it's always like. Yeah, um, what's the word? Uh, anyway, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just, like, mm. sort of, like, a lot of that where, like, he can't... It's almost like himself. Exactly. He can't articulate himself. And it was kind of disappointing because I'm like, damn, he has, like, he signed to a whole label here. He's like, this is obviously, like, his American mm. album, like, he's trying to push. So it was like... You know what? You guys didn't do interviews and stuff? I think he just hasn't gone through the media training that he needed. But that, exactly. So that's yeah. what I tweeted. I was like, yeah. damn, he signed to a label... 
don't they do media training? Yeah. Like, why would you guys like? That's so disappointing. He should, it should be so much exactly. So it is very disappointing because it's like, damn, it just. If you're not a Burner Boy fan, you're not going to watch the interview and be like, and oh then, my God, I really want to know like, more yeah. about him. Because I you think, wouldn't. contrary or in contrast to that, like, DeVito's um, interview, I think, probably garnered him a bunch yeah, of that's pretty good. new yeah. fans and listens. Yeah. <sighs> that's so... Yeah, so you should listen to it anyway because maybe yeah, I'm overreacting. No, 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 I am but, a fan too, so I'll watch it anyway. But yeah. knowing you, I, I'm gonna. No, it was you. definitely, and it's not the first interview that I've seen him do where it's kind of like that. Like he was also on Sway back in like a couple months ago, so it's like it's a thin, and it's like I don't know do why it's not it's being trained out of him. Though, like David will like grew up here, or to a certain extent grew up here. I think if you look at the difference here, between them, that. if you look at the difference between them, sure it could be. Yeah. But Burner Boy is like he went to school to like it's not like he did I go know, to I'm school. I know I'm not calling him illiterate. Like, no, no, I'm I know saying, what you mean. Like, you know, knowing how to like because I'm sure like if he's talking to a fellow Nigerian or whatever, he'll put in a slang or. So see, that was the other thing that like, also tweeted was how. like he needs to whoever is running his stuff, his mom and the whole yeah, team, yeah, yeah. they need to find outlets that he can relate better with because maybe he would feel more comfortable and would be able to like just be because i know i i do agree with that and i'm like so that was my two things i tweeted it was like media training question mark and then like can we get him with like outlets that have like africans or like african bases that he can actually connect to and like the questions are not going to be like oh burner boy so tell us who you are like because i also think artists don't like doing that like it's because basically it boils down to really really small talk which yeah. a lot of interviews are that's but when it's the it smallest is. of small talks like you're probably not that interested i think it's also the blending of that together to a point where he's just comfortable speaking as he speaks and like yes letting everybody else figure out how to work with that yeah. i think that might no be i, I think that's too. part of it too yeah. definitely but, but that's part of your job description you have to learn how to like there's lots of artists i think that are anti-social but they when they get an interview like they just turn it on like they're a little more bubbly or like. But the thing is, also being an African artist trying to do that crossover, he doesn't have the luxury of being antisocial and not really doing interviews. Like, yeah, I think of people like The Weeknd or um, what's the trap soul guy, Bryson Tiller. Those type yeah, of people, yeah, yeah. they don't like interviews, but because they're already in the states and their music already heavily circulates the air airways, they don't have to do interviews. Whereas Burna Boy. He has to do interviews to get introduced into this market. Uh-huh. So he has to get over that, unfortunately for him. And it is about to, like, he probably isn't so comfortable talking to these people, but he just needs to, like, get over it. Talk how he would talk with a fellow Nigerian, yeah. and they'll work with it. They'll be like, yeah. oh, I don't understand what, what is picking. And then they'll have to. Exactly. They'll have to no, just, no, I mean, I think, yeah, know? he definitely, like, he got more comfortable as the interview went along. But it okay. was just, like, overall, it just wasn't a great Ugh. interview. And it just, like, like I said, you wouldn't, if you've never you listened to listen, his music. Yeah you wouldn't be attracted to it yeah. from there. Like, because yeah. you just be oh, okay, cool. This guy I can't relate to that doesn't speak. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But well, talking about Burner Boy, yeah. even though he didn't do that great on the interview, mm-hmm. his album came out. Yeah. Sounds really good. African mm-hmm. Giant. Mm-hmm. I'm still listening to it. Have you listened to any of it? No, I haven't Okay. To well, my favorite song that hasn't, like, didn't come out before, right now is Destiny. I like Destiny. Mm-hmm. God, stop Have you listened Destiny. to it, Mary? Destiny's pretty good. Spiritual is pretty good. It has a lot of good songs on there. Okay, but well, the biggest thing, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. The biggest thing, at least initial reaction, because you know we had the cookout yesterday. Yeah. So Burner Boy came off naturally, like mm. when people came in. Mm. The one thing that everyone kind of was like, we learned something from the album, because it's like a little, um, one of the songs has like a. Can't think of the word. Like a story, anecdote. Like has a, like an anecdote in the mm. beginning, right before mm-hmm. the song, and it kind of explains how Nigeria came to be, oh. or not how Nigeria came to be, how Nigeria came to be colonized by the British. Okay. And essentially, it was like a story about how like there was a company that like sold Nigeria to the government, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that. I think a lot of people, at least people that I know, didn't yeah. know that. So that was yeah. kind of interesting. That was cool. So that's random, but okay, it was a very good album. I think still listen to it. Um, and he also has like. The best song on Beyonce's album, The Gift. <laughs> well, before we get to that, oh, really quickly, without eliminating the songs that like we've all heard before, mm-hmm. would you say one of those is the best on the album? Or would you say Destiny is, in fact, the best one? You get what I'm saying? Uh, because I know the other songs better, I'm kind of like more attached to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like Anybody a lot. Mm-hmm. I like, like all his his bigger songs basically since his last album are all on the album so mm-hmm. like killing them is on there mm-hmm. 
I think Bono is on there. Okay. So like all those, so like yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been listening to them for like a yeah. couple of months, and okay. I love them. So okay, it's hard okay. for me to say. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But I think Destiny is Destiny has a really nice message, and okay. it's just like right away I'm like, okay, that's really good. Nice. Like, yeah. Well, in um, contrast to that, I've actually listened to a good amount of the Lion King soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I would say most of it at this point. What's your favorite um, song so far? I don't know that I. Okay, what's like? Give me like two songs. Let's say let's okay. let's pretend what's I haven't listened called, to any of them. What's that one called? The the King already. already? Yeah, is it called That's already? That's the song. Yes, already. Mishatawale. I love already. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, 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 That is definitely. <laughs> I Thanks think to Miriam, between... I've listened to it at least fifteen times. That song is so good. No, like that song yeah, that's is really the good. best to me. Yeah. And then um, I really like the one that Yamiyala Day and Co are on. I haven't listened to that, but I heard people try to say that's really good. I'm into that one. I actually don't really like Brown Skin Girl that much. Really? When I first because I to... like the original a good amount. Oh, I don't know the original. Yeah, so I, it's not original okay. to. I see what these you're people. saying. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, eh. yeah, um, that makes sense. It's I different though. This one's who sang the original? I don't actually know. Who? I actually don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who the it's by. It's just one of those things. Is it like and, recent or like no, no, really no, 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 old? It's one okay. of those things that girls always caption their stuff. Brown skin girl. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just a known song. Oh okay. Yeah. I didn't it's know that. Not, okay. um, it's it's not recent. I like when I first I heard what, that like song. Like it's more dancehall is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. When I first heard that song, I didn't like it all that much. It was like. Because I was expecting Whiskey, I was expecting something different. Yeah. But when people started hyping it, I went back to listen to it, and I was like, oh, like I can see like, I mean, how this could be I mean, it grew on me because, again, thanks to Miriam, I heard it at least 20 times. Song. So mm-hmm. it's grown on me. I just don't like it that much. Like It's not one that I will choose to necessarily play on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of great songs on it. Like, Burner I Boy like, song is good on there, too. I do like it, yeah. Um, that was really good. Somebody had this criticism, and I tend to agree, that it doesn't necessarily flow perfectly well with the rest of the album. Oh, like you mean like if you listen to the album? If you listen to the album, uh, it kind of feels that? out of place. <laughs> but, but I think a lot of that has to do with not only sonically does it sound out of place, but if you're not Yoruba, you, you kind of Oh, uh, true, true. Was that the only thing that was like predominantly Yeah, yeah. it was like predominantly, yeah, exactly. Okay. So the person that had the criticism does not speak Yoruba. So it's yeah, like, yeah. not only do I not understand what he's saying, it mm-hmm. also doesn't flow sonically so i can't really get yeah, into yeah, the groove yeah. of it but personally i like it and the content like we all know if you speak your about is very in line with what the lion king is all about so i i mean i, I i'm into it i definitely yeah. like it a lot i do like that like he found a way to you know have his own moment on such a huge soundtrack for yeah. this year um it's a pretty big platform why do you think that is I like Miriam's um, theory the best, where it's like it's Burner Boy. So if you do your research and you know him, you know he's not kind of he's not gonna bend to uh-huh. fit any mold. Yeah, you yeah. Just do whatever he does. You you take it or leave it. Uh-huh. And I think if Beyonce and her team did their research, they knew that. So like, rather than try and force him in with X, Y, and Z people uh-huh. and to make a song that has more crossover appeal or whatever, let's tell him what we want the song to be about and if we can. Rock with it. If we like it enough, mm-hmm. we put it on it. And I think that's what happened. Yeah. I do I do kinda agree with that. I think that because he's burning boy, like his style is kinda unique in a way. Yeah. Um so I agree with the like partially, though the argument against that would be like he does sound to like mad people. But what I do think, mm-hmm. um, in general that is good about the Beyonce album is they didn't really try to change a lot of people's sounds. Yeah. Like it sounds like if you listen to it like it's a it's really like a legit like Afrobeat album. Like it's legit Afrobeat mm-hmm. music, like it wasn't like, oh my god, they're trying... Even like an already song. Like, if you mm. didn't know that was Beyonce, you'd probably be like, oh, is this Yemi Alade yeah. or something? Like, you wouldn't, like... You wouldn't... She sounds mad yeah. African. Oh, what um... I liked is how African Beyonce sounds. Like, even yeah. how she says certain words, you can tell she yeah. had some training or something. Yeah. When she was listening to a lot of Afro beats, and she wouldn't say certain words uh-huh. the way that, you know, she naturally would. Yeah. So I like that a lot. Yeah, I do think... Um, the research that was put into this was, is quite admirable. Because to me, I don't think Beyonce is somebody who just listens to Afrobeats leisurely if it's not, not like a that big much song. Of it. Yeah. Like if it's like yeah. Fall by David Doom, maybe she heard it on the radio and she, or like she in, it, yeah. out and about in parties. But like not naturally, mm-hmm. like not in her iPad or iPod or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think she definitely made it a point to mm-hmm. go seek out what's popping. And not just in West Africa, although it is West African heavy, but in other... Um, South Africa. It's mostly South West African and a little bit of South Africa yeah. in there. 
Um, yeah. What do you think about that though? The fact that like the majority of the artists that I was gonna say are that's like not whole, only West African but Nigerian. I was gonna say that's a whole like old other conversation which I have on another day yeah, just because yeah. it's like it's it's like the internal struggle in Africa. Mm-hmm. But I think I understand people being upset that like okay this is not representative of, of all of me. Africa yeah, yeah. and like people are like well Lion King is supposed to be in East Africa specifically and there's literally no East Africans <laughs> on there. Um, but then I'm not like I can't be mad at Beyonce because like if you're Beyonce if you're just looking for like African artists the biggest artists are going to be the West African artists and like that's just what is that. currently but they are really our, big we're, do you think that we're speaking from a maybe biased or pride we are of course we are of course but they are really big like they're definitely like a couple really big East African artists that she should have should put have on happened. there like they're not like they're not people that are unknown like she should have put them on the album like what's his name Diamond, I was going to say Diamond Plytishas mm-hmm. or something like that. He's like the biggest East African artist. Mm-hmm. He's huge. Like he has songs with all the like West African artists. Okay. So like they know that he's huge. Like that's kind of like your, if you want to be popping in Kenya or wherever, like you need to do a song with him. What do you think about the fact that Davido is not on it? I thought it was interesting actually. Because I was yeah. like, yo, she has Whiskey, she has Burner Boy. Like Techno. right now, that's like the big three to me. And I was like, but damn, she had no Davido. Like, yeah, no, of course she so, has. You know, she like, the fact that even smaller, like, yeah. smaller, so I was really shocked. I Honestly, I would say that the biggest reason, if I had to guess, is style. Back to style, no, style and content. I think, so. I think that as much as David O's, like David O's, really big. But if you think of David O's songs, his songs are. I don't want to say one dimensional, <laughs> but his songs are full. If like he's either madly in love and mm. he has money mm. and he's he's just partying, enjoying life mm-hmm. and. Yes, the album has some of that, but a lot of it is, like, a little bit different. So, yeah. I can see, like, like, how he would have fit in like, easily with everyone else. But she had, like, Jay-Z on it. I don't know. I Jay-Z don't feel... is, like, come on. Jay-Z has so much But I'm so saying, like, work. I don't, I'm, I'm just, I know he has, um, I don't know the right term for it is, but he is someone who can tap into def- definitely yeah. different content and different styles of music and all of that. But I'm saying, like, you can bring in people from all corners of, of the industry and if you're gonna have the biggest artists from the african uh-huh. diaspora on an album and not include david Do, i'm just saying my eyebrow is raised to that i don't really see why no no I, I think I, I, see, I see what you're saying like i yeah. don't think that's unreasonable to say like he probably should have been on there some way the other thing i would say that we don't know which probably could research for later is like labels and stuff yeah right because we know that burner boy whisked they like we know at least those three guys have deals with like labels here and Maybe I don't he know. Has one with Sony. I don't know. I just know he has to deal with someone. So my, my point is, I don't know who Beyonce's with, and yeah, I don't know who, who knows, she's more who aligned with. So there's a, like there's a possibility of like, this is me making up stuff because honestly, because it was brought up that like okay, David Do is signed to Sony, but so is Techno. Okay, so and then Techno that's another point, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Who don't knows? Know. But anyway, moving on to other Disney news. Yeah. Um. Did you hear that the new Mermaid in Town is going to be black? Area. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. I saw people mermaid. screaming and yelling. I did what that. do you think about it? Um, first of all, let me ask: Is it like just a cartoon? No, it's live action. So not like Lion King, because obviously you can't have lions doing real things. But uh-huh. um, what's it called? Like Aladdin? Have you seen Aladdin or Beauty? No, and I didn't see. But I know what you're talking about. Like you're Cinderella, gonna see the person actually, actually gonna human. be. Yeah. Right. Right. So, okay. Um, I think it's interesting. I honestly don't care too much about it. Like, Disney's trying to make money. I just don't understand why people keep giving the money yeah. to Disney. Like, I heard people complaining that Lion King wasn't that good. I'm like, did you expect the story to be better? Like, that, it's that's the same thing. unreasonable to me. Yeah. Like, so, I'm not about. really... I don't care, in general. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at... I'm not not mad at it. Like, I don't care. What do you think? I guess people... I don't know who... Like, I don't know which um, camp started the outrage first. Like, the camp uh-huh. that didn't like it or the camp that does like it. I do think... It, I hear more about people criticizing people who are like, how can it be a black person? In the sense that um, mermaids aren't real or whatever. Right. Like, she can be black. Why are people so pressed uh-huh. on her being white or whatever? But for me, my issue with it is more about, like, it feels like pandering to me and i definitely i being a black woman i have the unpopular opinion here because i think i'm supposed to be like oh they're wanting to represent us and blah uh-huh. blah, blah but it's like it's definitely an iconic character known for her pale skin and red hair you can't get around that uh-huh. and i'm like there's enough of a cast around her that 
if you really want to have representation, like wanting to give money or whatever spotlight to black actors, then make Ursula black. Like Ursula is literally purple in the cartoon. Do you think that? I don't know. I just feel like weird about it. Do you think that? Did you have a problem with either like black Cinderella back in the and day? And I thought about that because um, obviously we all know Brandy was Cinderella, but to me that was like a reimagination. Okay. Like we just mentioned with this Disney stuff, like when they did do, they redid Cinderella recently, like three mm-hmm. years ago or something. She it was very by the book, like yeah. as close to the book as you can get. Right. Same with Aladdin, same with Lion King. So to me, it's like not a reimagination. You're just, you're putting a live representation of mm-hmm. ca- what we already know. No, no, so I understand. to me, I'm like, you're literally just doing this. I don't know for the sake of doing it. Why not just have more black princesses or do a live action princess and the frog where Tiana So I agree black. with like I agree with like a lot of your points that you're making, mm-hmm. but I don't think I agree with your overall point. Sure. And the reason I don't agree with your overall point is I'm not so sure that those characters why do they have to be white? Like the same thing you just said. And not so much why do they have to be white, but to me your argument basically comes down to the character is white, so why are we changing it? Is the I, character like, are you white? Just changing it for the sake no, of No 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 I understand that. I agree with that. Like they shouldn't like change that. it just for that. But they're, they're trying to make money. They're going to do that. But changing it in itself, even if they're changing it for the right reason, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Like, no, the character, to me, the character is not white. The character is the character. Like, their characters, like, you know how they talk about, like, a lot of times in Hollywood, like, black actors would be, like, they go in for roles, and they have to convince the director, like, a black person can play it, like, it doesn't matter but the race. But that's different, because this my, is literally, like... No, no, it's different in the sense that... Classic. But the reason, but my point is, where the parallel is is a lot of times when you come up with a character, mm-hmm. the color itself, especially, like, for cartoons... It doesn't matter. I exactly. get what you mean. Like, so the being not black of, is not really going to change the like, story Like, you just all. said... You said something. You said the Little Mermaid is pale and red-haired. Right. I'm not good enough for cartoons, so I can't argue with you. You don't know? Feel, no, no, no. I'm not saying oh. that's not true. What I want to say is, if we did a survey and said, okay, guys... Or not even a survey, because a survey <laughs> might be not the right thing. Right. The people that created it. Yeah. If we said, what are the three things you want people to remember about the Little Mermaid? I'm, I'm, I, I hope they wouldn't say any of those things. I get what so you if mean. that's the case, then why are we going to trip over no, the thing I, they I, don't the care thing about? Is, I don't think I care enough to be angry about it. I just question it. Because I don't think I'm not automatically like, oh, yay. Right, right, right. You I understand. Black. No, no, like, I, I agree with that. It just makes me feel like, okay, like, why? Like, are what? what is the real... No, I agree with that. You know like, I don't think they deserve. I don't think they deserve applause for that. Like, I don't think yeah. it's like okay, cool. And like, I think that's what they good. were. I'm happy at. for the girl that yeah, got the role. Sure, exactly. I'm happy for of her. Chloe but I don't, Mally, Chloe, Chloe. Yeah, Mally. like I don't think I agree with that part. Like Disney doesn't deserve applause for that. But I don't saying. think that. I don't think I'm not outraged. I'm not like mad. I'm yeah, not like yeah, yeah. oh she should be white. Like get us a white actress mm-hmm. right now. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want it to be confused with that. I'm just saying like. It feels weird to me. It yeah. feels like just it's almost like okay. I guess maybe in Aladdin, she Jasmine did have to be Arabian of sorts because uh-huh. that's part of the storyline. But yeah, it's to me, I liken it to that. It's like you wouldn't make Jasmine a white girl or black girl. They I don't would, know, but you <laughs> they would. You, yeah, no, they absolutely. Jasmine would. of Aladdin. They'll make her white, girl? of course. Come on, come on now. You know that. No, I'm... Oh, you're right. They'll make her... They would... Just like how they um, cast Zoe Saldana as Nina Simone. Uh-huh. I know what you mean. Yeah, you're right. But they would try and... Which is bad, but they would try and make her look Arabian. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But they're not... Obviously, that would be foul for them to try and make Chloe look... Yeah, white. no, no, yeah. So I'm saying in the sense that, like... But Chloe's light-skinned, though. Is yeah. she not? Yeah, I guess. Because that's my point is... Again, we don't she's really passing, want to go down this. like she's white passing. She could, I, don't, I don't think that she is naturally... But with a little bit of makeup, she probably could be. Could be very. Fa- I mean, you're right. I mean, fair enough. I, I I also like. I can't remember the point that my brother made, but he made a beautiful point. And so, I, I can't. I, I wish I could remember so it could ha- add value to this context. <laughs> but a point where it detracts from what I'm saying. Okay. So I definitely know what I'm saying is not is not Bible. Like I get it. It right, just. Right, right. I'm just saying my initial reaction to it wasn't like applause or yeah, great yeah. for Disney. No, I think it was I agree like with that. We can agree on that It was point. almost annoyance, if anything else. Yeah. Like, okay. okay. Anyway. Okay. So now moving on to our main topic. Um, yes. Today we're going to talk about American versus African love. We kind of teased this towards the end of last season. Uh-huh. So why not pick up this season with that, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I know you took some notes. Uh-huh. You know, like I know the proper man that yes. you are. So... 
Um, how about we start with like some icebreakers? And Miriam, feel free to chime in with your thoughts. One of these days, guys, we'll get Miriam on camera. Don't worry. Oh, we can hear her if she talks. She's gonna be on. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Eventually, she'll be on the table with us. All right. So I mean, we all know that love is perception based, right? I guess this conversation, the bigger picture is, is the way that we perceive love based on our culture, mm-hmm. our cultural background, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we have like the American versus African. Yeah. So a lot of what we're going to say is going to be stereotypical and not 100% true for everyone. So and don't all- feel like, oh, you're talking about African love and I'm African and that's not me. Like, and I feel like this could be broadened to like Western versus Eastern love. Like the American side is Western. It probably is, yeah. It probably is, like is the conversation we really want to yeah. have, yeah. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. So I think it, could, it definitely applies to a broader audience it's not really yeah. american versus african it's just the fact that we're both if you will mm-hmm. we're we're speaking from that perspective exactly um so i think at first then at least the easiest one mm-hmm. is how is love or affection shown do you think that there's a difference i definitely think there's a difference generationally Ooh, tell me more. speaking though tell me more tell me more um or not only generations for people who are maybe developing or, um, you know, yeah, developing love in Africa versus here or in China or wherever uh-huh. the Eastern side of things versus here or the Western side of things. Um, I don't think the affection is there as much like affection in the physical sense. Okay. Affection in the sense that like the goodbye kiss, like when you're uh-huh. leaving for work. Or uh-huh. the welcome home kiss when you're coming back from work. Or yeah. the cuddles on the couch when you're Ugh. watching Netflix. Or, you know what I mean? Like, the hand-holding when you're at the mall. Uh-huh. Small little gestures like that. Yeah. I think our generation is definitely more apt or keen to taking part in that. Okay. Versus, like, our parents' generation. But I also want to say, like, if I were to go to Nigeria today, and maybe not Lagos, which is very urban uh-huh. maybe you know more the outskirts or whatever uh-huh. i feel like the same might still ring true like you won't see people holding hands and okay like yeah no no i agree with that somewhat i do have a question though um mm-hmm. cause i thought about something interesting so you said generational which mm-hmm. i see where you're going with that mm-hmm. and you said like our parents and i mm-hmm. see that as well mm-hmm. but then i can have a very easy and clear image in my mind of like a nice american white couple in the mm-hmm. mall holding hands and doing the most and i'm like you're old it's cute when they're old, but like that they do that. So do you think that even within that generational difference, there's still like the all right, American parents are typical yeah. versus a typical African. So when I said generationally speaking, I guess I should have specified I for mean African. for Africans. Because okay. I feel like for Americans across the board, mm-hmm. it's it's like a thing. Like yeah. you know all those like fifties Stepford wives we know like mm-hmm. husband comes home from work, hey honey. Like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and like you said, you can be in the mall today and see a forty-something-year-old couple holding 60, hands. Sixty. Sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the best rom-coms of all times. Maybe not even rom-com, just rom mm-hmm. um, of all times is The Notebook, and we know them to like literally like pass away holding hands. In oh, really? Home. Okay. Oh, you never watched? No, no. But I think I do okay. know that part of it. But yeah, like it's an old couple mm-hmm. dying with affection. Yeah. I don't think that speaks to how africans show mm-hmm. their affections like seeing our parents kiss mm-hmm. what it's even weird. seeing like them say i love you what is love <laughs> like because the funny thing is it's like not only amongst them like how many times do you really hear that from your parents i would I say, say i that, hear yeah. it more often maybe mm-hmm. than some of my other african counterparts mm-hmm. but i don't think i hear it to the extent of like some of my no. white friends like i do like i talk to my dad often on the phone mm-hmm. and before we end all our phone calls, we uh-huh. say I love you. But I, I'm I'm thinking to myself whenever we're in person, I don't we don't say it when I'm walking <laughs> out the door. Over the I'm phone. going to work. <laughs> I love you. That you know love what I mean? You. Like it's no, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very circumstantial. Uh-huh. I would say. Yeah, um, yeah. My mom is my mom is a whole other breed. So she's she's more affectionate she's than mushy. most African. Aww. But not that mushy. Still not that mushy. Just like, compared, If right. I were to give her a hug, I would feel kind of weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> a hug for no reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it would be like, huh? That's funny. So I do think it, it's just a trickier thing. Yeah. And like I said, circumstantial. It's different. Whereas Americans, they, they be doing it willy-nilly. Yeah, What do you do. think? No, I think you're definitely right. I think that there is, like you said, you kind of hit it, like, as a generational thing. Yeah. And it's also a cultural thing. Because mm-hmm. even 
as much as a generational thing, like I still think this is my opinion. I don't know how true this is, but I still think that like people our age, like in our generation, yeah. that I would say are African, I still don't think that we're showing love and affection in that kind of way like of course you have to do like the i love you now because girls have watched american (laughs) movies so now they're hip they're like okay you have to tell me you love me like you have to do these things but i still think it's like uh it's still like a level of like it's It's almost pulling teeth sometimes yes exactly uncomfortable i would say it's better or if you want to say it's better it's just more so than our parents generation Mm -hmm. but still not to the extent that some of our white counterparts are just yeah. more Americanized counterparts. Yeah, no, definitely. Do, do you, you know think I mean? that it's uh do you think it's better one way or the other? Like do you think what what do you think? Yeah. Like let's say for you personally what you want versus mm. just in general. What do you um, think? Yeah, that's why I refrain from saying better because I don't know that it's better to be so openly affectionate. Right. But I think it's just a case by case. For me personally, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge PDA person. Okay. I like I can't imagine, like, being in a ball and, like, kissing my significant mm-hmm. other. Like, that isn't really jazz. Yeah. Or being at a restaurant and, like, doing the most. Yeah. You know, there's you can look over at a table, like, with me and a guy, and you could be like, oh, maybe they're just brother and sister type of thing. Oh, like, that's no. How that's I not would. Good. No, no, I'm no, saying no. it's so plain. Wow. I, don't, I don't really see us, like. So you're not going to sit close and, like, at least, like, kind of No, but, like, you know, and... a lot of booths and stuff like you're separated that's what i'm trying to I'm, tell I'm, you so if you're trying no, to show the affection you're not going to go to the other side. side absolutely not oh. i would not sit on the same side of the booth really date. no why I'm not sitting. it's so weird to me i think people who do that are doing the most it's like doing like, the most by sitting like, next relax. to each other it's like you can if you're at a bar like if you're sitting at the bar eating or whatever taking no no like what is that like a booth like i'm not doing that in the booth it feels weird to me it's so funny because... Like, why are I, you bumping elbows for a while? Isn't that serious? I understand what you mean. Like, it could be more comfortable when you're sitting across yeah. from each other. But if that's someone that you, like, have that level of love and affection for, like... I'm not talking about, like, your friend. Like, this is, like, your boy, boyfriend, like, girlfriend, You can look husband, over and not be wife. too sure. Like, you want to be close. Like, I don't know. Like, I think affection all comes down to, like, I want to be close to you. Okay, and okay. the way okay, you okay. show I'm that I'm doing a lot right now because I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Like, there... The, there's You've done shit. that before. There's, no, you do that I all never, the time. No, 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 I've never sat on the booth. But there's times where I'm out with somebody, and let's say we're sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. Whoever is looking could tell that we're on a date. Okay, whatever. like you're being yes. dramatic. But I'm saying right. that I'm be- I was being a bit facetious and dramatic. Yes, mm-hmm. a little bit extra. But there's also swaths of time where, like, if we're just going to Denny's for a chill, yeah, yeah. Like, I- I'm going to sit at the other side, and we might look like we're just friends or just mm-hmm. brother and sister just eating and going home. You know what I yeah. mean? So different times might call for different levels of showing affections, but I'm still not like, I'm still not the person that's going to make out in public or like, yeah, no, no, I think, I think, I think making out to me is like, okay, like that's just too much in any kind of culture to me. But I think like, you know, like a kiss or whatever, like, I can see, I personally don't necessarily feel that comfortable with it either. Like, I'm like, ah, nah, like, "Mm." (laughs) don't touch me. But like, like I said, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I don't know how you feel out there, but this is the world we live in. Like, we're moving closer towards that, like, showing affection showing, showing, showing. all the time. I guess. I yeah. guess. I don't know. I guess there's a spectrum for it. Like, some like people I remember are all said, the way um, over here. Some people are all the I remember you said one of the episodes we did, I think we titled it, like, Africans don't kiss or something. <laughs> and, like, you said, like, your coworkers or your friends are like, yeah. that's not true. Africans kiss. Yeah, and yeah. I was like... Africans don't kiss. Like, do Africans kiss? Don't. Your parents don't kiss. Right, like, what are you talking imagine, about? Like, guys, please, all of our Africans watching, like, imagine your parents kissing. That would just, that would, that would just, ah, my mind is just blown right there. Like, yeah, yeah, nah. Anyway, next it's question. Let's yeah. Just... Um, all right. So kissing. Let's see. What else? Next. That's the problem. We have too many questions, and then you don't want to go in order anymore. You want yeah, to switch no, it up. Yeah, no, switch it up. Da, da, da. Um, let's talk about gifting. Let's talk about giving gifts. Okay. Because I think that we kind of talked about this one before the show, like yeah. the love languages and all yeah. that. But I do think there's potentially a cultural um, difference. Yeah, cultural difference and a cultural like impact or influence in that, like how much mm-hmm. gifting is important and financial, like how much finances are part of love. I think that's really what I care more about. I think actually with this topic, it overlaps more okay. than the previous topic or the previous question. I feel like I can't really find a distinction. I feel like it's more in like of individual relationships uh-huh. than generational or cultural or anything because like 
I know me personally, my love language is not really gifts. At least that's not my top one. It's not even right, my right, top right. three, right? But I know my mom's, that's probably her top. Uh-huh. Top two. Yeah. I don't know. There's a toss up there. Uh-huh. So because of that, like Mother's Day, my dad knows what he got to do. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, so I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say it's generational or even cultural. I just feel like it depends on the person. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I agree with you in that scenario. Like, yes, of course, it always depends on a person. Yeah. But I would say for painting with a really broad brush, which is what this whole okay, conversation yeah, is, yeah. I think that Africans are less... Oh, now I have to go to generational. Because their generation thing is a very good trick. <laughs> yeah, because I want to say, like, I feel like our parents' generation are less inclined to be, like, about gifts. You think so? Definitely, like, I think so. But, you know, I hear all the time about the older couples, like, not even, like, really removing my mom from it or, like, uh-huh. my personal experience from it. Just older couples where the, like, if the dad travels, uh-huh. he knows he has to bring a gift home for the mom. But that's different, it's though, because that's, like, that. when I say that, like, that's different in the sense that, like, Okay, to me, I'm thinking that's, like, basic. Okay, like, yeah, but, like, when I say gifting, I mean, like, we live in the house. I don't travel. I don't travel for work. I'm never traveling. And I just randomly come home with different kinds of gifts. flowers. Flowers. There's no flowers in no African home. flowers. Why are we talking about flowers? I get what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's like, you're wasting your money. Why are you buying this? Why are you buying flowers? Don't buy this for me. Buy something for the kids. Okay, but to me, gifts don't have to be specific to that. It could be, like. I guess you're right. I was going to say that like, yeah. the wife can expect you to like buy her like jewelry for her going uh-huh. out. But then again, I can imagine that that's just an expectation. So if the level of gift thing isn't as much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like gift has to be, there has to be an element of surprise almost uh-huh. or an element of like, just not obligation. Yeah. So I feel like with that said, you're right. If we're doing broad strokes, you're right. And I think, like, in our generation now, I think that the Africans of our generation, gifting is more of a thing, but it's more of a thing tied to financial capabilities. Yeah. So it's not, like, of course, it's like they want the gift because they want the gift. The gift makes them feel special, da 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 But they want the gift because it's like, you, you have the ability to give me the gift. So that's what I'm saying. So you don't think, like, with Africans of older generations, like, if you have the financial means to go outside of just your obligations, I feel like there's a level of expectation. There. There's a level of like expectation, you, but you it's like... For my, like, every, like, that's why it goes back to the reason. To me, if I see, like, an older African couple, like, in the gifting levels, yeah. a lot of times it's like a flex. So a lot of times, like, the guy has money, so now he's going to get his wife, like, a, a brand new Lexus. Car, yeah. yeah. But it's like... He's not even getting it for her. her he's getting it for it him. Because, yeah, he's getting it so I it's like, oh yeah, I can tell everyone like I got my wife this, mm-hmm. and the wife can tell, oh my husband got me this. Yeah. But it's not that she can tell people that like he's so sweet. Okay. Is that she can tell people that like he that has the money to do it. That is a tricky one. So that's like how I think. But about going anyway. with the financial thing though, like uh-huh. um, I guess you're saying how much finances do have to do with love. Yeah, that one I for sure don't think has anything to do really with culture, with culture because. Just the world at large is very patriarchal and it's just the thing that men are supposed to be the head of the household. So they're supposed to be financially able to support a family. And I want to even say that in a lot of African households, you hear about the mom going above and beyond, even though you know it's kind of taboo. Like where the mom is the one. Like I'm thinking of those families where like the mom is the nurse. Okay. And she's like, so like she's like the breadwinner. She's the breadwinner. It's like you don't really want to talk on it, right? Right, of course. You have to shoot the ego. But I know so many situations like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh So I feel like, although it's an understanding that the man is typically the financial breadwinner for the family, like in Nigerian or not Nigerian, in African cultures, there's times where that's flipped on its head, and it's taboo because we all know how it's supposed to be. Uh But I want to say the same goes for white people. It's like no. I feel like white men don't like the idea of their women making more of them too. Just I men think that, in general just okay. don't like it. They I think don't men like in it. general don't like it. Yeah. But I think that white men and white families like this is how I think about it. I think that money, finances, and stuff does not come into like the prototypical American love as quickly and as early and as hard as it does into mm. like an African situation. Like I think that if you're, like let me give you this example. Mm. If I'm a guy, mm-hmm. if I want to talk to girls, right? If I want to talk to different girls, like random, like I want, yeah. oh, like that girl is nice. I want to yeah, meet her. Yeah, I want to go yeah. out with her. If I'm trying to talk to an African girl, I need to be okay. Like, 
what what is her financial situation? What is my financial situation? What's like can we can I even talk to her? Because I could go talk to her and it's like, uh like nah. I'm, I'm if I'm talking me. to an American girl, I don't even have to think about that. All but, I have to think about is that if she likes me, she likes me. But an African girl's gonna be like, Oh, um, before I can even like you, I can't even like you if you're not to, over here. I'm tapped into a lot of white media, white mm-hmm. culture, all of that stuff, and I know that them girls be caring about that shit too. They wanna make sure that the guys that they're dealing with are mm-hmm. up. That's not to say, just like in African cultures, like I just mentioned, they. That's not to say there aren't women that will deal with their circumstances, of however course. it comes. Yeah. But the preference for all women across the board, I agree with beyond that. culture, for all women across the board, is the man is up, like is doing his. No, shit no, I know what you mean. I agree with the preference, but I guess what I'm saying is beyond preference. Like there's like there's preference and there's expectation, right? I think the expectation is different between those cultures. Like, I definitely I think so. in dating period, regardless yeah, of what so. culture, the guy's supposed to pay for the first date. No, it's of always course. Talk like about those it. are that's simple things, of course. Like so but that's like as early as okay. The... Another difference. What is a first date for an African? Like there's things that you cannot call a date. Like it's like a girl, like get out of here. That's another date. I think Americans but, are way more lenient in what they will consider so? a date. I think so. I don't know. What do you think, Miriam? You don't think so? Yeah, Miriam, how about you help us with this one? You don't know. You don't think the African girls are way more like, you better have money, like, before you come talk to me, compared to American girls? I'll say they dirty African girls. I'm telling you. That's how these girls are. Mm, Okay, how about with, uh, let's start with the gift giving one. What do you think? Yeah. Do you think more so than. But you think I know they want gifts, but, but my question I think, is I don't think you guys are realizing like I'm I'm fine with agreeing with that. Yes, they want their gifts. But I'm saying I really do think that and we're not even saying that American girls just are just like a, like a kind of, we're talking just American girls period yeah. or western people period. I think they love their gifts too. No, 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 I, I agree with that. Of, they want the gifts. I think a lot of these americanized ideals came from the white people. No, no, the, the gift like, part, American the gift part I agree with that. What gifts I said, I so think, think it's, it's an equal, it's more right? of an american the gift thing to me is more of an american thing. Okay. It's coming into african culture cuz people like I said like the girls have seen it so they're like, "Oh, like I want that. That's like, why how, wouldn't I want that kind yeah, of love? Like, I want that treated, part of it. Yeah. So they want it more. So I don't think but I still think that there. a lot of times the African version of it is like not so much for oh you love me, you care about me. It's more of like can Just you flexing. do it? Yeah. Well, should we I talk about the fact that African men, mm-hmm. Nigerian men, mostly they entice you with those things too. They think they think that oh they I try and woo you with that. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Definitely. I feel like that's what I'm saying. And I don't think it just started with our age. I really think the older generation, it's been a thing. It's been a thing. Like, like I know that's how it was. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how small the gesture was, of course, even yeah, if it's yeah. like you're bringing me biscuit, you must bring me something to show that you're, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're trying to woo me. So you're that's right. why I'm like, I don't think there's really a distinction between African Americans when it comes to gifts. I think maybe, maybe I'm thinking of like, <laughs> not the, the wooing stage, but the stage of like, all right, now we're together. We're together. Yeah. And like, now we're together. I'm like, the African love in my hand is like, now we're together. Like, I'm not I don't have doing to. all that for you. The American love is like, if you don't do it for me, then you don't love me, then we're getting But divorced, I feel like blah, blah, that's, blah, blah, blah. yeah, I was going to say, I think that's African what. African girls are likely to leave their boyfriend for someone that comes in with money. Facts. You don't. You don't... So that's but I think white, like, white people are not, like, the term gold digger is as immersed in them as it is with us. And I, I don't even know why I keep saying grown, white people, just Americans, yeah, period. So it's not since it's, it's different. It's just but I'm saying grown, they've gone to a different level than we are. We're still kind of... But I feel like we are, like, a lot of the Americanized ideals that Africans take on came from Americans. I'm saying they set these parameters that we saw. I don't disagree like, with that, that. But too. what I'm saying is, like, so like this is not, stuff, like... The financial stuff to me is not an American ideal of like it's you have to be financially capable. It's a global thing to me. It's a global thing. Yeah. But it's more pronounced is what we're saying. It's in more pronounced in an African culture. Yes. People are still living the life. But I'm saying like, <laughs> I don't know. Yo, I'm trying to tell I mean, you. Like, as in like, inbreeding within your class system is still very prominent in American culture. Like, as in like, the Donald Trumps of the world and that, like... Oh, but that's They're like, not even the top. They're yeah, not even the but, top. But and the beyond they're, like, in like, a whole different... Like, they're not... We don't, we're talking about Americans. I'm, I'm not thinking about them. They stick with... I'm saying as you go down, you stick with it. Like, no, I don't think so. Go, and I, I, I do think there is some leniency there. Way more leniency. What are you talking about? In 
America, just think about I know, this. In America, you marry for you, love more than yes, for. Like you care right. about love. You, are, you do care about the love money very... comes after. Like maybe you won't fall in love with someone. Like you know, maybe if you go to college, like you have requirements, of course. But like it's mostly about love. In African household, yes. African culture, like even if you tell if you tell your your mother you have a boyfriend, top three questions: yeah. uh, Who is he? Where is he from? What does he do? What does he do can change so much of how the person yeah, is perceived after yeah. he passes. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yo. Yeah. And okay. the family name is yeah. not because it's like, oh, he has a you good family. What? What's a good family? A family me- that has money, that has like financial I mean, capability. Okay, I guess I will say that. You're you're very right. You're you're right. I just want to say like I do think the distinction is not as it's not as wide. It's not as, it's wide, not as wide as you would think. You know okay. what I mean? I think with it and I will take it a step further. Maybe for them it's not generational, but it's like once you're below the Mason Dixon line, mm-hmm. and you're a Southerner. Yeah, I feel yeah. like those things again are very much more prevalent than okay. maybe some of the. You might be right because that is something we should one day talk about yeah. here. Is there's like a huge divide in the United States yeah. of like culturally yeah. divide of where you are regional, yeah. Yeah. like like you just said, like if you're in the South, like that's a whole different, you get like it's a different country. And the guy should be the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's a lot yeah. of people in these in this country that still believe like the man is the one that works, the woman is a housewife. Like that's yeah. still a very prominent ideal uh-huh. but um that definitely brings me to the thing with the parent uh-huh. what you just mentioned about the parent i do think that's like, the one major distinction because the americans can wait to, like you know it's such a huge deal to bring your spouse home or your you know your potential spouse home it's like uh-huh. it's the thing to do for americans you know what i'm saying whereas uh-huh. africans from the onset before you even start dating you already know what you can and cannot bring home whereas okay. americans they make that decision for themselves and then after doing their own vetting, they bring you home mm-hmm. for your parents to decide. You know what I'm saying? I think I that like the I think I think wider. in a funny way, I actually think that on this on this thing, mm-hmm. actually the same. Mm-hmm. It's just that what they specifically care about is different. Different. So I think like if you think of African households, you always think of like your tribe, right? Like mm-hmm. your tribe, like your your race or ethnicity, mm-hmm. where you're from. Mm-hmm. Well, in American culture, they have the same thing, but it's like maybe they don't have the tribe and have all that. It's just like, okay, yeah. like it might just be are you black or white? Like, yeah. like like you know are they, you they don't have or Democrat? exactly like, like so. those are like the lines they have the lines they have like are not as many lines but i feel like do you think uh, actually maybe this uh, maybe i'm answering my own question i was gonna what? say do you think they grow up knowing exactly Definitely. what their parents will take and well take? um I feel like that's it's not discussed at well the i think that's level. why i said the the lines are different right so for them race is like a major line they don't Usually they know that line, day, right? Yeah. I mean, even if they go like if they go across, like they're not sure. Because like same thing, Africans like if you're Nigerian and you want to marry someone that's like I don't let's say someone that's from Italy, mm-hmm. maybe you never had a conversation with your parents. Like I'm sure their families like that, but you're still gonna be a little bit like ah, uh, like I hope this is not an issue. I'm sure white people have that if they have to bring someone that's black home, even if their parents have never been racist, never said anything. They're There's just, still going to be a level of, of like, exactly. Mind. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. It's something that's in the back of their mind, whereas, like, it's like a, maybe a known thing, but it's they known. still have, they still have, like, the space to think, mm, maybe, exactly, maybe yeah, like, it, it might out. be okay. Yeah, whereas, yeah. But I feel like from, since you're, like, a tiny, like, since you're an embryo, yeah, like, yeah. it's no, like, just don't even look No, it is true. It is true. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the imposition that parents in African cultures have in your dating life or relationship life mm-hmm. is definitely at another level. Like it's to so. another extreme. And I think that's the main distinction for me with the African versus American mm-hmm. love. I feel like with African love, I'm not even saying it's the parents. It's like, I feel like your view of what you can love is very different. Like you almost have a tunnel vision. As to what you you like eliminate so many people on the outskirts before mm-hmm. you can even start beginning to think okay, about okay, love. Okay. Whereas I think white people or Americans, period, they just have a broader viewpoint. Like mm-hmm. that tunnel vision is a lot wider, and it's because the parents haven't. I have a question. Spoken about. I agree. With, I agree with what you're can. saying for the most part. Yeah. But it just it just popped up in my head now. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that difference would be such a big difference if we considered? Africans in Africa versus Americans in America. Because I feel like a lot of our conversation, mm-hmm. yes, we're considered Africans in Africa, but we're Africans in America, so in a lot of ways, like, that perspective is in. So if you think of, like, Africans in Africa, do you think, like, they would feel as limited as, like, we're saying Africans here? Uh, feel? Okay. I feel like, obviously not. I know why, because their options are... They have my Africans around them. You know what I mean? It's like, let's say we have equal options, mm-hmm. like, in terms of number, yeah. but they don't have to eliminate as many. 
Exactly. Yeah, so I do think it's different. They so do you think it's as... maybe not a cultural thing, but more of a uh, circumstantial mm-hmm. type? Like, like, or maybe it is cultural, like but the culture is not... Thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, the culture is not African culture. It's African culture in America. African culture yeah, away from Yeah, I feel like, Africa. actually, you're so right. I feel like this is different. But what I will say, though, is Africans in Africa, they still have the same parameters. It just doesn't feel as daunting because as they limited. have as... They have as much if not more options mm-hmm. than like me would you know mm-hmm. what i mean so it's like it's like yes i know i still have to check all the same boxes yeah. as my cousin that lives in america but you know i have no no you're right because it's like there are families and stuff that like they want their kids to marry someone from a very specific yeah. town yeah as like we're in america yeah. like only three of us made it here <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> that's the only person i can look at oh I versus feel so bad. if they're I in that like, town they have everyone that's I in know. the town i even feel bad like complaining as a nigerian because i mean i'm surrounded by them yeah. But I know, like, some of my friends, like a Sudanese friend, you know, really not that much Sudanese of a me, yeah. that often. And Here, they have yeah. the same kind of limitations. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure just like a, like an Indian person to me can't complain as much as maybe a Burmese person. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just oh. like your options are definitely different. I mean, they have to be but, more flexible. But, yeah. you know, it's still like I'm comparing myself to my American counterparts and they just have, like, the world is their oyster. And mm-hmm. you know what? If you think about it, Huh. An American friend of yours uh-huh. might have similar parameters. Like, like let me even let me even sp- specify it to like a white friend of yours, uh-huh. right? Has the same thing. Like where okay, maybe they've grown up knowing that they should marry white, they uh-huh. should marry rich, they should marry Republican, whatever, uh-huh. and then they have to study abroad or work whatever for X amount of years in another country. Uh-huh. They probably would go through like what we're going through. I was thinking about saying? that when I asked you that first question. But, but it has to be specific to, like, Africa or, like, Asia yeah. or No, no, India. I was thinking that. Be... Yeah, I was thinking yeah. that. But the reason I don't think it's quite the same, I, the parallel is not quite the same, yeah. is that I do think that an, a white American that goes to Europe, let's yeah. say, yeah. wouldn't have... I don't know this that's to be true, but I wouldn't think they would have the same restriction of, like, you have to go with someone that's, well, that's American. Well, that's what I was saying, yeah. yeah. I feel it would like just be like, oh, someone Europe is different, white. but it has to, I'm speaking specifically, oh, like, okay, okay. put into, like, South Africa. You have to live there. They don't even well, go to those I places. I can't even say South Africa, because That's why people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, they don't go to, I mean? they, they don't, don't go, go to yeah. the, well, let me not say they don't go to, but I feel like in general, they don't migrate in huge amounts to places that they're not white. But that's what I'm saying, like, it's like, I mean, there's none of my... Like, I'm in Ghana working because uh-huh. that's where I'm supposed to work for the next three years. And yeah, I want yeah. a date. And maybe I'm 27 and I'm uh-huh. ready to look for a spot. And my only options are Guinean women everywhere. And I know my family won't allow... Like, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. they would be facing this similar struggle. They would. The they would. But you know what they do? They just have a bunch... Of, I mean, I guess we do that too. And I also they just think, have a bunch of kids and they come back home. And I also think, like... Think about it. Like, so many... Being in America, you see so many interracial couples or intercultural uh-huh. couples, like... Americans marrying Africans and the family that always has a harder time accepting it is the African family. Even if there's some trepidation on both sides. That's not necessarily true. I feel like even when there's trepidation on both sides, I feel like the American family warms to it quicker. I think, think, okay, so this is what I think. We kind of have to wrap up a little bit, but I think the reason you think that is one, you're more connected to the African side. Oh, you are connected to the African side. I think other thing is, like we just said, like with the parents, mm. the family as a whole is way more influential and way more involved in mm. the African family versus mm. the white family. Mm. So the white person, right? Let's yeah. say a white person, African person. A white person, all they care about is like my parents mm-hmm. and my siblings. Mm. African family, like your uncle has some yeah, kind of a say. <laughs> like your sec- your mom's second cousin yeah, yeah, that yeah. happens to live around yeah. has a say. Yeah. So like now it seems like so many people have something to say. Mm-hmm. But really, like if you ask the white people, if they extended their family out that far... Probably it's like once you kind of once you've gotten your parents' approval, you're good. That's like, it. Yeah. You don't care. So that's, that's probably but that's probably why it's quicker to warn because at mm-hmm. the end of the day too, like a lot of times the parents are worried about what other people think. And Definitely. with American families, they're they are concerned but less concerned. Yeah. So once you turn them over, everybody else has to kind of accept. Because what a, a family if, unit, an American family unit is a small unit. unit. Exactly. African family unit is. Everyone that can exactly, fit. Exactly, exactly. It's like we're not and you kicking have to turn anyone out. Everybody, even if you're, even if your parents are like okay with it, there's the uncle, like mm-hmm. you said, or the grandma, or the second cousin that's like. Because even when your parents are okay, okay with, with it, someone else is gonna come like, ah, you're okay yeah, with this. Yeah. They're like yo, and then you're they start fucking guessing family. it again. No way. Why are you involved in this? Who asked you? Oh, oh. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Last question. Sure. American love, or African love. Which is better? Which do you want? 
You answer your question first. I'm tired. <laughs> That's I'm tired. not how it works. I've been answering questions since you're <laughs> You have to. You start. I'm the one that asks good no, 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 questions, no, no, no. You start, so you, start, you start, give you good start, answers. You start. Give me start. Honestly, if I had to pick one, I want a hybrid. Duh. <laughs> I don't want one That's or the a other. Cop-out. Exactly. No, I think you've made it a very um, one or the other question, so answer. I think that I naturally am more predisposed to like an African type of love. Hmm, okay. But, unfor- well, I'm not saying, I keep saying unfortunately because like I don't want it, but... <laughs> The world that we live in, we're moving towards a more yeah. American love. Yeah. So, like, I'm adjusting and I'm learning. And there are many things in the African love that can be improved and mm-hmm. better. And, like, you know, that's how everything should be. You should always take the best. So, yes, I really do think a hybrid is the best. But if I had to pick one, if I had to pick what I am more into or more naturally situated for, is like African love. No, definitely. not what you're more naturally. Because, of course, all three of us. Well, I'm going to want. Okay, I'm more naturally to the African well, love. And I don't want to change. Taking into consideration. What would you prefer for yourself? Like the ideal. I think that the. I think that the, the ideal American relationship. I think that the ideal American relationship is very nice. Yeah. But I think the same for that's the thing. Like ideally, they're both like the yeah. same. Yeah. Like I think the ideal African relationship is going to look very, very much like the American yeah. relationship because yeah. like you care about your partner and you do anything to make them happy. Yeah. Period. Um, Miriam, what do you think? I don't know about that. What do you? Th- <laughs> <laughs> she disagrees. The ideal African relationship, that's not necessarily true, right? I'm talking about the ideal African relationship, kind of like our parents' relationship. Mm-hmm. The ideal, mm. I wouldn't pick the African. You'd pick American? I feel like... I'm, I'm not thinking about the cultural parts of it, mm-hmm. just the just, mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. The dynamics, period, not the culture. Because I was going to say, I feel like love is love, right? So... The passion and the intensity and all of that. I'm going to assume the ideal American is very similar to the ideal African. That's what I think. Right? If we're just purely looking at love. But then when you're taking it a step further with the cultural elements involved, I do think I lean more towards the African. Because I feel like the love for African in an African relationship is like... Unspoken. It's unspoken one and it's harder to break. Like the the littlest things don't uh-huh. shift that relationship as much as with American relationships. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I feel like, be- and I don't know that it's their fault. I think just because as time has gone by in Western cultures, divorce has become more normalized. Uh-huh. So people, and maybe it's for the better. People will uh-huh. take a lot less shit. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I do think people don't realize that like some things are worth working through and yeah. they take the easy way out. And I feel like with African love as of right now, I don't know where it will be in 20 years, 50 years, but as of right now, can stand the test of time more. So that's maybe where I'm leaning. Okay. Personally. Alright. It's on it's on tape. <laughs> it's on tape. <laughs> Watch me bring a Chinese boy home. <laughs> Alright, see shout out time. Yes, indeed. Let's shout out. Who are we shouting out today? Um do you want to start with Instagram or you wanna start with other people? Uh let's start with real life. Let's start <laughs> with uh Marianne. Instagram is real life too then. Yeah, gonna shout out Marianne or director and producer our and resident videographer yeah all yeah. that mm-hmm. she helped us do a little promo video mm-hmm. which, was, which was very very nice yeah a lot of people liked um, it i liked it so i loved nice. it if yeah. you guys haven't seen it you should go on our page it's like the last thing that we posted um her like art and all that page is real master foo mm-hmm. um so you can go follow that you could also follow her you know her personal page baby buns i think she'll be welcome to all of our terminal fans uh-huh. <laughs> um so yeah you can slide go in her. the dms you know sure she oh, say hi to her <laughs> she'll but say yeah. hi back she i will. guarantee she, it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. If you say the terminal pod sent you she'll say hi back so yeah. go follow her we appreciate her help she's the biggest shout out for the day and then we had a few other shout outs we have uh-huh. um the female 007 yeah um Coming soon. I can't remember her name. Lashada Lynch. Lynch. Thank you, Miriam. Yeah, shout out to her. So shout out to her. We haven't had a female um, James Bond yet, so this should be cool. I wonder what her name's going to be. Yeah, we haven't even had a black one yet. So they killed two birds. That's why everyone was like hype about Idris Elba. Like, oh, we're going to have a black one. They're like, like, black, you think you're going to have a black male? No, do you know why they say they (laughs) couldn't do him? You're going to have a black female. They say they're going to do him because he was too old. And you know, it's Uh, a commitment for several years. Usually you get several. It's really not, though. No, you usually get several movies. How many did the last guy do? 
He did not well, do more I than think, three. But I think it's about... That's like eight to ten years. You know that, It's right? not up to ten. No, no, I swear to you. It comes out like maybe once every two years. And if there's three, I can't remember. But is that it just over is too old? Because by the time it's over, by the time his contract is over, he would be like in his upper 50s or something. I, I guess to them, he's too old. We don't have to argue That's this, but I find that hard to believe. As a I'm telling reason. you. I know, I'm not saying they didn't say that. I'm telling you it's a stupid reason. I agree, I agree. Because, because when was the last... Don't crack. When did they have the last 007 movie? It's been a while, it's no? It's been a long time, but so, isn't it Daniel Craig is the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. I, but I don't. I think Idris is like in his mid to late forties now. No, so no, I don't like, disagree with that. Time, but I'm just saying, like, from the time the last movie was, they should have gotten him exactly. Yeah, and Idris kind of person that, like, in ten years, he he's still look the Bond. same, bro. Yeah, like, yeah whatever. He's Denzel. Like Denzel yeah. could have been James Bond, but never if it was whatever age Idris Elba is. Exactly. But shout out to the person. What's her name? Lynette Lynch. Lashana Lynch. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess we can move on to not real life, according to Doppel and shout out some <laughs> Instagram people. You guys are real. Um, we believe in you guys. Yeah, but this is some, like, in real time shout outs, because as we're recording, sometimes we put some stuff on social media, and some people have responded, mm-hmm. um, including Move Out The Way. She's one of our loyal followers. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know her. Okay, okay. You know her, yeah. And then we also have um, Mary Pumpkin with the name. Nino Blanco. Right? I am Nino Blanco. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You have to make sure you I know respect that, she is. that. I respect mm-hmm. the corrections. I am Nino Blanco. She also follows us and also has been um, responsive to our stories and such. So thank you very much for her. Um, and yeah, anybody else who follows us, honestly, shout out. Thank for thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. If you're listening right now, thank you for listening. Yeah. Because you listened to the whole episode. Mm-hmm. And you waited, you know, through these past few weeks. Um, through our hi- hiatus. Oh my god, I yeah. can never say that word. Hiatus. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, that's all. Yeah, that is it. Any parting words? Be good. Be safe. Enjoy your week. Uh, Enjoy the rest of summer. Yeah. Staying dangerous. Okay, that's uh-huh. contradictory. I know. I shouldn't have said be safe. <laughs> be Stay safe. dangerous. Stay that's dangerous. The okay. You know, there was a there was a Nipsey song. It was like it used to be be safe, but now stay dangerous. Mm. So that's the that's the wave. Okay. Okay, sir. Bye.